Hello and welcome to Bottleship with our friends the Jifflings. Before we begin, we'd like to let you know that our network, Bedtime FM, are releasing a new podcast called The Cat's Pyjamas. This is a podcast hosted by Jess Judd, one of our narrators from Storytime, and it's all about language and words. They are short episodes that explore words and how we use them, how our languages changed over time, and how language and literature has influenced our culture. Perfect for bookworms, word nerds, or kids who just love to learn things. And now, it's time for today's episode, The Mermaid's Medal. In your world, things are important. But what about the things that aren't important anymore? Well, sometimes, those things end up here, in the magical land of Dilstonia, where the Jifflings live on their little Jiffling ship. They find these things that we throw away and fish them out of their sea so they can recycle them and put them to good use once again. And here they are now, ready to work. Eccentric young pumpkin. Ooh, I'm ever so excited. The Hedge, who was a very lazy Jiffling. Like, hey man, is it time for a bed yet? Miss Katie, who loves fixing things and dressy up. Sometimes I like both together. Albert, the ship's gardener. Hey, who's been in a me cabbage patch lake? And Friedeline, a very sensible Jiffling who looks after everybody on the ship. Yeah, that is correct. Oh. Today on the ship, the Jifflings are working extra hard to patch up any cracks on their boat. And as they love to make do and mend, it doesn't really feel like work at all. Friedeline, this little gap in our hull is almost the size of a butterfly's handbag. Oh, Miss Katie, can you bring your hammer and nails over, please? Miss Katie jiffled over to where young Pumpkin and Friedeline were peering at the little split in the wood. Oh, that's no bother. I'll have that fixed up for you in a jiffling's jiffy. And indeed, she did, tapping and bopping at the hull with her hammer until it was as good as new once again. But before anyone could admire her work, the Jifflings heard the hedge calling out. Hey, everybody, check it out. I've, like, patched up the bedroom curtains with some spare cloth. So Miss Katie, Pumpkin and Friedeline all trotted over to look. And yes, Hedge had done a very super job. Yeah. Then Hedge held out his little paw and looked at Friedeline expectantly. Hey, hmm. what do you want, Hedge? Well, I, like, did a great job. So now I need my Jifflings Gold Star. Well, the Jifflings weren't really giving out gold stars today, because today was just about getting jobs done. But as Hedge was so insistent, Miss Katie went to the gold star cupboard and brought him one as a treat. Then everyone got back to work, but soon they heard a very surprised Alberty noise coming from behind the Jifflings' kitchen. Oh, hey, quick Jifflings, come and have a look at this. So all the Jiffs tumbled over to find Albert standing next to a great big hole in their deck. Ooh, that hole is 
bigger than a dinosaur's bathtub. Oh, this is definitely the job for Miss Katie. So Miss Katie got her hammer and nails ready to fix the hole. But before she could begin, Head stood in her way. Like, how many gold stars will I get if I fix the giant dinosaur hole, man? Well, non-Hedge, but we will be very grateful. You can even use my bestest sparkly hammer if you like. But Head shook his furry little head. Like... No thanks, man. Not if I don't get a gold star. Huh. Hedge, you do not need a reward for every little thing you do. Look sharp, Jifflings. That sound means an object, which has been lost or thrown away on Earth, has found its way into your net. Time to all heave it in, together. The object landed onto deck with a timbery clonk. It was circular and gold, with a big number one right in the middle. That looks like a shiny roundabout that we can swing around and around on forever and ever. Oh, yes! But then Albert stepped forward, for he knew exactly what the object was. He scampered up onto the story seat and began his tale. Well, this is the Mermaid's Medal. Once on the very bottom of the seabed, there lived a mermaid princess called Eugenia, who stayed in a colourful coral castle with her parents, the king and queen of the sea. Well, the king and queen loved Eugenia more than all the waves in the water. So, every day, they told Eugenia how special she was. Oh, Eugenia, crooned the king, you simply are the most majestic princess in the whole sea. Indeed, agreed the queen, and you are the smartest and best at everything you do. Well, Eugenia thought maybe these things weren't quite completely true, but she knew her parents were only trying to show her how much they cared. Now, one day, everybody in the sea was getting ready for a special seabed ball, where they would all get together for a lovely night of music and dancey swims. So, Eugenia threw on her fanciest ball gown, painted her tail and swam down to the ballroom. But... To her surprise, when she swam in, everybody began clapping and cheering. Oh, Eugenia! The way you entered the ballroom there was simply magnificent! Here, let me present you with a shiny walking through the door trophy. Ha! Congratulations! Well, Eugenia felt just a little bit silly because walking through the door wasn't really very special at all. But she was looking forward to dancing very much. And so she swam over to the DJ to request a song. But then... Fantastic, Eugenia! Never have I seen someone swim over to something quite so amazingly. Oh, my precious little sea bean! 
Here, have an official Best at Swimming Over to Things award. So Eugenia took the shiny award, a little embarrassed. Then the DJ started the music. And Eugenia made her way to the dance floor. But before she could bust a move... Perfect, my dear, perfect! Simply divine! I hereby declare my daughter, Princess Eugenia, the best dancey swimmer in the whole ocean. Well, cheer! And the king went to hang a shiny gold medal around Eugenia's neck. But this time, the princess shook her heed. Mummy, Daddy, I know you mean well, but I don't need to be rewarded for everything. Actually, I'm rather tired from carrying around all these heavy trophies. Then the king noticed the princess struggling under the weight of all her awards, and he felt a little bit silly. So he put down the gold medal, took Eugenia by the hand, and called out at the top of his big royal lungs. DJ! Uh, music! So the music began, and everybody at the seabed ball had a wonderful time. And they partied so long that soon everybody forgot all about the gold medal. Because, although it was nice to be rewarded sometimes, Eugenia knew she didn't need a reward for every little thing she did. And now the mermaid's medal is here, so we've got to use it again. Yes, we must, Miss Katie. And I bet you've all got lots of ideas. Why don't we use it as the shoe shelf? Where we tidy away all the little jiffling valleys and work boots. Well, that does sound like a nice idea, Friedeline. But then Hedge stepped forward, because he had a very useful thought. Like, why don't we use the mermaid's medal to cover the hole in the deck? It'll fit perfectly. And knowing we've done a good job is all the reward we'll need. Yay! That sounds like a great idea, Hedge. So all the Jifflings dragged the heavy medal over to the hole. And do you know, it did fit just perfectly. And it looked rather smart as well. Yeah. Then, after a long afternoon of fixing up the ship, the Jifflings each had a nice warm bath, followed by a lovely supper of sea spaghetti. And then, with a yawn and a stretch, it was time for bed. Good night, young pumpkin. Good night. Good night, Albert. I'll see you in the morning, like. Good night, Friedeline. And it is a good night. Yeah. Good night, Miss Katie. Night, night. Good night, Hedge. Hedge? Oh, I think the Hedge is asleep already. And goodbye to you too, wherever you are. Maybe next time you see a thing that you might throw away, you'll stop and see if you can use it again, just like our friends the Jifflings. And maybe the thing you use again will have a story to tell too. Goodbye.